Hello, my name is Michael Head, and this is the DFTW Podcast. I am so honored that you would take time to listen to this podcast. I believe that this episode is going to help you grow both mentally, spiritually, and physically. If I can do anything for you as you're listening to this, you need to reach out. You can see all my information in the description. And thanks again for listening. Welcome to the DFTW Podcast. My name is Michael Head, and we are back at it. As of the publishing of this podcast, we are having a coronavirus pandemic, and many things are being shut down, and life is looking a bit different for so many of us. And what is on the rise is anxiety and panic are much higher than normal, and this all makes total sense. And so... On this episode, we are going to talk about the coronavirus as well as anxiety and panic in ways that we can ground ourselves so that we can function the best we can with what we are given in any situation. First things first, we all have our own views on the virus and you are completely allowed to have that opinion. But as Christians, our view and our response has got to be love. For some reason, this seems to be extremely hard for some Christians, which makes sense because we are just humans. And at the same time, we should be right now more than ever be the ones who are showing love, speaking love, publishing love. This is a huge chance to show love, period. If you're a Christian, look at your tone. Think about the words that you're saying. And truthfully, if this is coming out now during this pandemic, what else is coming out in just normal everyday life? It probably isn't any different. And maybe this is a wake-up call. We should all be considerate and compassionate. And by saying it's a hoax or media is blowing out of proportion is truly irresponsible. Not sure how this magnifies Christ or how this even helps the situation, except for maybe you're able to say, I told you so. I told you this was a hoax. I told you this was media blowing out of proportion, which is the same exact thing as pride and complete opposite of love. If it is a hoax or if media is blowing out of proportion, then we can save the energy of trying to prove ourselves right and try to be loving instead. We are called to love our neighbor, and we are either adding to the panic by blowing it out of proportion, or the opposite of it, saying things like, well, I'm not worried, so I'm just going to go on and live my life in public and do all the things. Both of those sides are so unloving, as one adds to the panic, and the other is putting other people with these compromised immune systems in jeopardy. And so you might be fine, and you might feel it's not a big deal, and you want to love your neighbor, then when you're not feeling good, stay inside. Do it for those that are high risk. Let's be like Christ. Let's be the love. This is a huge opportunity for us to pray, to love, and to support. With all the panic and anxiety already in our everyday life, and now we have this virus creating even more panic, we need to have ways that we can deal with this and be able to maneuver through it all. If we're in a constant hyper awareness and we are constantly anxious about so many different things we are compromising our immune system our immune system breaks down due to stress and anxiety we start to eat things that are awful for us for comfort we start to do things that we don't want to do and we don't normally do because we feel like it's going to help us we feel it's going to make us feel better and so instead of trying to cope in these multiple ways that we can i want to talk about ways that we can just deal with the anxiety and the panic And so I'm going to speak in a way that is for the person that is dealing with this. And the cool thing is that you may be able to share some of these techniques 
with those that you love who also may be struggling, anxiety is not bad. Anxiety is how our body protects itself. The reason it can be unhealthy is when it gets to a point where it is happening all the time and we are unable to function. Anxiety happens because of something in the past that we cannot change or something in the future that we are completely unsure of. You may have also heard the words panic and anxiety attack used interchangeably. And the truth is, these are not the same. Panic attacks usually occur out of nowhere and are sudden. Anxiety is a response to a perceived stress or threat. Symptoms of a panic attack are intense and disruptive. They often involve a sense of unreality and detachment. Anxiety symptoms vary in intensity from mild to severe. Panic attacks will usually subside after a few minutes, while anxiety symptoms can last for a very long time. So what is happening in the brain? The amygdala is getting triggered and it is saying, okay, it is time to get out of here. It's time to fight. And then your body starts to do things to protect itself. So the amygdala is triggered and your body goes into protection mode. And that's why you may feel completely out of control, frozen, sick. You may even sweat, you'd be confused, dizzy, and many other bodily responses. You can actually feel when the anxiety is starting to rise up in your body. Your body is telling you, hey, something is happening here. And during those moments when you feel the anxiety coming up and you feel the panic about to hit, you want to learn to ground yourself. Grounding is a practice that can help pull away from the flashbacks and the unwanted memories and all of those challenging, nasty emotions. And these techniques can help distract you from what you're experiencing and refocus you here in the present moment. You may have at times when you've been around somebody having a panic attack or an anxiety attack, but you're just talking to them saying, it's okay, and, and you're trying to say all the right things so that, that they feel okay, when the entire time that you're talking to that person, they have no idea what you're saying because they cannot think, they cannot talk, they are not present in their body. And I know this because when I have had a panic attack or I've had an anxiety attack, it is complete shutdown for myself. And when people try to talk to me, I can't hear them. And so if you're with somebody who is in this space, the best thing that you can do is to make eye contact with them and help them to start changing their breathing. The absolute number one best thing to do is to breathe. Breathing exercises help you relax. Why? Because they make your body feel like it does when you're already relaxed. Deep breathing is one of the best ways to lower stress in the body. This is because when you breathe deeply, it sends a message to your brain to calm down and relax. These breaths need to be deep, not shallow. And for someone who is feeling anxious, the breaths that they are taking are shallow and quick. And we've got to change that pattern. And so during all of this coronavirus and during all these notifications that you're getting on the different updates and the different closings and all the different things, check your breathing. How is your breathing? The best thing to do is for you to take a deep breath. Take it from in your nose and you hold it a second and you let it out of your mouth and you push it all out with everything you have. And so right now, I don't know where you are. I don't know where you're listening to this. Maybe you are in bed. Maybe you're running or you're in the car or I'm not sure where you are. I would love for all of us just to try this right now. And so I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose. Hold it and push it all out. Get it all out. 
And man, if you can do that, not just when you feel anxious or when you're feeling extremely stressed, but if you can do that a few times a day, you're going to notice a difference. And there are so many different breathing techniques. If you just Google breathing techniques, you will see so many different ways you can learn to do it. One of the ones that I absolutely love is called box breathing or four square breathing. It works like this. If you picture a box, you're going to inhale for four seconds. You're going to hold that for four seconds. You're going to exhale for four seconds. And then you're going to hold that for four seconds. Again, it's an inhale, hold, then you exhale it for four, and then you hold it for four. And this is called four square breathing, which is such a great technique to ground yourself. Now, I'm also gonna list a few other techniques that I find can really help out. One of those, if you're feeling anxious, you're feeling panicky, you can just put your hands in water. You can pick up or touch items next to you. You can take a short walk. I mean, going outside is huge and key please go outside as much as possible. Holding a piece of ice in your hands, that can kind of uh, bring you back into the present place. Move your body. Again, getting out and moving, stretching, jogging, uh, listening to your surroundings, just being silent and listening, feeling your body and just like touching your hand, touching your arm, touching their glasses. It just kind of can, can bring you back. The 54321 method is massive. So you work backwards from five. And you use your senses to list the things around you. For example, you might start listing five things you hear, and then four things you see, three things you can touch, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. And you do that in a very slow way so that you are able to ground yourself. I will list all of these techniques as well as many others on my blog, which is at michaelhead.org, and I will put the link to that in the show notes of this episode. One of the best grounding techniques that I have used is for me to be able to think of something bigger than myself. If I'm having a panic attack or I feel it coming on or I feel anxious about something, I am able to picture Jesus coming into that scene and into that situation and just being there is so restful for me. And I know you're like, well, you don't need to place him there because he is everywhere. He is there and you are so right. I just, it helps me to have this reminder where I can actually go there and put him there. And it helps me also to think of many different Bible stories and to be able to play those in my head, which creates another reminder for me that he has everything under control. For example, I love the story when Jesus was in the bottom of the boat and there were storms going on and his disciples start freaking out. And they're like, Jesus, I cannot believe that you are sleeping during the storm and they are just upset and they're scared and Jesus is like look I'm right here I'm not going anywhere the storm is happening and I've got you and that's so true with us like the storm is happening and he has us the entire time how do we do this how do we recall these stories and and how do we go to the bible is really we need to be reading his word and the more that we are in his word the more you're able to have it in your hearts and be able to use that also, a massive weapon is worship. Listening to music, praying out loud. I mean, there is so much great worship music out there. And just putting that into your ears and listening to that, and then maybe even singing that, is such a great way to fight and to get through anxiety. Also, something that I've done is each morning I write. 
the name of this podcast is Don't Forget to Write. And I really work hard to never forget to write because I have found that when I am writing and I write about what I'm feeling anxious about, I can look back on all the things that I've written and all the things that I've gone through and all the things that that God has pulled me through. And it is super encouraging. And so I don't forget to write because writing, number one, is so therapeutic for me and just getting my thoughts and anxieties and different things out onto paper, I can then see the victories because truly we all have so many victories in our life. We all have come so far in so many different ways. Some of the hard work is for you to really look at yourself and say, man, look how far I have come because this shows that you have made two steps forward. And even though you feel like, yeah, I've made two steps forward, but I've made a massive one step backwards. Well, here's what I want you to know. Two step forward and one step back you're still going forward. And so I want to encourage you, today may feel like a setback. Today may feel like, man, I've blown it. Today you may feel like the anxiety and panic is so high in you that you don't want to do anything but sit. Well, that's just one step back. You have already taken so many steps forward. These techniques work also if you're a parent and you're seeing your child deal with some of these anxieties and things that may be coming up. You need to let them know that they can overcome it. And you let them know some of these techniques that I have shared and that I have placed on my blog and see how your child can start to really overcome some of this anxiety. And one of the best things you can do as a parent, again, is that you can actually work on yourself. You want to gift your child something, then you being the best you can be is a huge gift. I mean, when you're on an airplane and they say if the oxygen mask comes down, who are you supposed to put the mask on first, your child or you? It's you. Because if you don't put it on you, you're not going to be able to take care of your family and your child. And so the same thing is true with therapy. And the same thing is true with breathing. And the same thing is true with rest. You have got to take care of yourself so that you can be the best you can be for you and your family. Don't just give advice. Live it out for them to see. On our last episode, I started something called, What Do I Love Right Now?, And today, what I'm loving right now is on Friday, Spotify comes out with a new Christian playlist, and it is outstanding. This week, two songs that I absolutely love on this list are a song titled Every Time by Diedrich Haddon, and then a song that is just amazing called Let the Light In by Cody Carnes. And here's a little clip from that song.
That is what I'm loving right now. And just a reminder, let's love through everything. Let's not just love through the coronavirus. Let's love through long lines in the grocery store. Let's love at the gas station. Let's love all the time. Let's love on our social media posts. Let's just love. Let's not create panic. Let's not add to the panic. Let's help take it away by being like Christ. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Don't Forget to Write podcast. I truly believe that this was a much needed episode and I pray that you will share this with everybody you know to get the word out because many people are struggling with this anxiety and they're just not sure what's going on and the world is just trying to swallow them up. And here's what we can do. We can share this. We can let people know, hey, here's some breathing techniques. We can say, hey, Here's some ways to ground yourself and share this episode. Let people know there are ways that they can actually relax. And so thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for sharing and commenting. I really appreciate it. And we will see you next time right here on the Don't Forget to Write podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. If this podcast brought you any value, it would mean so much to me if you could go and leave a five-star review and just in the description of it, what were your takeaways from this episode? And please remember, if I can do anything for you or for a loved one, for someone that you care about, please reach out. You can go to nextstepcoach.org. You can fill out the short application so that we can work together. It's a true investment in your life and an investment that will change the direction that you are headed. Thanks again.